Okay, cool. Well, we can get started. All right. I want to um, do a very special episode today because, uh, you know, I, I still see people being affected by the most simple things. And, you know, one of the purposes of the podcast is just to bring some more awareness to people um, and touch on a lot of topics. Some of the topics I cover on the podcast, I've obviously covered maybe on modern success, obviously much deeper levels, but I still would like to bring a general awareness to people because um, if you're following me, you're following me for a reason, right? You don't come here um, to find out the latest trends. You come here to learn, to get better, improve yourself, and then go out there and make money and improve and help others and so on and so forth. And there's the cycle, right? Um, one of the, the main things that I've been realizing is a lot of people will come to me or other people and say, well, I want to start in real estate. I want to do this. I want to do that. Yet they don't have some basic understandings of the mind and they're pulled too many different ways. So what I mean by that is first and foremost, you need to look at what you're doing and realize that. And everything that you're doing, you have a limited amount of focus and attention every day and an amount of energy, right? And that's what people don't get, okay? So why am I saying that? Well, if you look at everything that you're doing and you think you have this unlimited amount of energy to, to focus everywhere, then you're widely, widely, and gravely mistaken, okay? Case in point, you look at all the powers outside of you, you know, uh, news, radio, all these things. Let's say somebody comes to me or makes the commitment, hey, I wanna be better at, um, I don't know, I wanna, I wanna be better at sales. Let's start with that, okay? The moment you make that decision, you have to now commit to that one thing, Everything else, everything else, if you commit at the highest level, at the highest level will suffer to a bit. And here's why. If I want to be that master at sales, I need to understand that there's other things that I'm doing right now that I will not be able to do. Okay, case in point, a lot of people come to me because they know that back in the day, I used to love, you know, the PlayStation and the Xbox and I play video games. So they say, well, bro, like I love to play video games, but I have no other passions and I can't figure out my life. This is exactly why you can't figure it out. So much of your time, attention and focus is on that fucking video game. You can't see anything else in life. You have literally fucking tunnel vision. And I know people who play video games so fucking much that when they get off the game and they walk through life, they see the game as their fucking walking around like their life becomes that game you know why because you've literally hypnotized yourself into the fucking video game okay now whether you realize it or not whether it's the news media a video game all of these things have the power to do that to you so what that tells me is if on the negative side on the detrimental side i can create that well i can also create that on the positive side on the progress side on the forward movement side now, all I need to do, all I need to do now is take that energy and focus and put it into something that maybe I may not be passionate about, but I see potential in it like I did with real estate. And very quickly, that rhythm became 
that mode or that you can say state of hypnosis because the same way that that video game person, that gamer walks around and sees the game while they're, you know, living their life because they're so wrapped up in it. So that's literally what it is. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. That's just a byproduct of what you're doing. You're putting all your focus and attention on that thing. Well, now if it's on that positive thing, that thing that is going to lead you down the road to where it is that you want to go, now your mind gets involved in that. Now, the deeper you get into it, the more you get involved with it, the more you explore, the better you get, the more dedicated you are. And now it's not this, you know, this message that I get, oh, well, you know, I'm so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm so uh, lacking in motivation right now and uh, I just don't feel like doing it. When you, when you get to that point, right, on either end of the spectrum, ask the gamer if he needs fucking motivation to get up and play the fucking video game. He's staying up late at night. He's sacrificing sleep. All these other areas, like I told you, suffer or get neglected for the game. But why can't we do that for something fucking positive, dude? Why is it so easy to do it for a video game, yet difficult for people to do it somewhere else? It's really not. It's not. You just, in your mind, have literally fooled yourself into thinking, well, playing video games is fun. Well, is making money not fun? Is having a better fucking life not fun? Where did this... Where did this like, was there like a, a file in our brain that suddenly was just like taken out that we can't fucking figure it out? No. No. We've just bought into a lot of bullshit over time and it's kind of blinded you, right? It's like you're walking around with a blindfold and then I come over and I'm like, hey, dude, you have a blindfold on? You're like, no, I don't. I'm fine. I just can't see. It's like, dude, you have a fucking blindfold on. Let me take it off. So I gave the video game example because I used to be very wrapped up in video games, of course, like a lot of people, yet I was able to step away and channel that energy to something positive, right? And I might come out with a, a video series or something on YouTube because I know a lot of people will relate to that. But I think to a certain extent, everybody does. I know grown ass men that are older than me that still fucking play uh, video games all the time, which I think is pathetic. I get on it now and after you know five, 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, whatever, I can't play this shit anymore. Like it's, it's not doing anything for me. Right. But I want to talk about that, that state for a second where when you play that video game so much, you see it when you step away from it. Right. That's key. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of people that play video games don't want to admit it, but that literally is a state that's created. And there's a lot of power in that. Right. There's an extreme amount of power in that. We must rewire ourselves. Yes. Okay. If you guys have questions, um, you can post them on Instagram or uh, on Zoom. That mode that I just described can be created. I remember the, what was that guy's name? And I'm going to jump subjects here in a second, but uh, that dude, what's his name? Uh, man, I can't remember his name. Uh, C.T. Fletcher. There we go. Uh, I remember watching a video back in the day. I was brand new in real estate. He, um, he said something like, uh, growing my biceps is my magnificent obsession. And I, when I heard that, well, at first when I watched the, the video, I said, okay, this is a guy that I can totally relate to. Because as people are looking at him like he's some fucking crazy mental person, I said, man, this guy is just somebody who's so dedicated to his craft. That right there, that guy right? C.T. Fletcher, you can basically substitute him with any person who's obsessed with video games. That's that same obsession. You can, I don't like the word addiction, 
right? Because that's a very uh, disempowering label. So we're going to step away from that. Obsession to some people means something negative. To me, it does not. My interpretation of that label is good. I must have an obsession with something, right? How else are you going to become a master at something, by the way? Let, let me veer off to the right for a second. You cannot be, quote, normal and master something. We know for you to master business, you're going to fuck up. You're going to fail. You're going to lose money. You're going to go bankrupt, this and that. We've seen it over and over. Therefore, if I'm obsessed with business, that's an inevitable part of the process. How about becoming great with, I don't know, women? You're going to get rejected. You're going to have a ton of experiences. You're going to suck, and then eventually you'll get good. So by virtue of that, of having to go through tough uh, things, right, tough circumstances, emotions, spiritual ups and downs, we know that you cannot be like the average person because the average person isn't going to put themselves through that. So when I look at obsession or me being obsessed about something, I'm like, okay, perfect. I run with it. Instead of accepting that and letting it disempower me, I use it to move forward. I use it as fuel. Right? Fuck this. I'm signing up for modern success. Wise choice, Chauncey. Be ready to level up. <laughs> uh, so I'm getting this, right? So when I go back to that example of C.T. Fletcher and I see, okay, well, he's just like one of those gamers who's obsessed with what they're doing. They, they, they're caught up in this, except this is the difference, right? And this is what you need to get. This is going to lead to the next point too. C.T. Fletcher said, I want to do this to grow my biceps, to be a bodybuilder, to be strong. It was very intentional and it led for him to accomplish something. Now he's I think he set the record for bicep curls, like the most bicep curls or stuff like that. So he has legitimate accolades, okay? Versus the guy who just plays a video game, he's taking that same energy, right? So he has the same, by virtue of what I just said, he has the same potential as C.T. Fletcher, right? Same exact potential, except it is wasted. And he puts it towards a video game that will lead him nowhere and simply just waste his time in some virtual world that will not get him any real life accolades. So with that said, we have to use the mental faculty now to say, well, if I'm going to take this precious finite energy of mine, and the reason I say it's finite, not is it because you can't generate energy, it's because as every day goes by, every minute, every hour, all of us on here, we're getting older and older and older and older. You can't buy your fucking time back. So we take that and we apply it towards something like I did. I could sit down and play video games for hours. I said, why not take that and go door knock for a couple of fucking hours? And now I can make tens of thousands of dollars or waste hours playing a video game. Uh, I'm going to make tens of thousands of dollars. Thank you. And that same path you follow, I want to play the video game to get level five and get that sword or whatever the fuck it is. You do that same thing for door knocking. I want to get that client because then when I make those two checks, then I can get my own place, I can get a car, and I can really start getting some of the shit and living the life that I want. I just tell people, future project what's going on in both scenarios out farther. So if it's the example of doing something detrimental like playing a video game, well, where am I going to be five years from now? Shit, doing the same thing that I'm doing, just older and probably fatter from sitting here playing the fucking video game forever. No friends, no social life. Because remember, everything else suffers when you obsess about this thing. Ask people who really get caught up in things like video games if their social life, their health, their relationships, and everything else does not suffer. Of course it does. Okay? 
I've had to sacrifice a lot on my business side, but guess what? The upside of accomplishing what I accomplished destroys anything that I might have lost. Therefore, the exchange is worth it. Okay, let that sink in for a second. You're gonna lose either way, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like the word lose, but in this context, you understand what I'm saying. So, when you're in these modes of doing this, right, the one thing you're able to, whether it's C.T. Fletcher building his biceps, or you playing the video game, is you're effectively, consciously, eliminating distractions, right? Which is one of the biggest detriments to a lot of people out there. So, why is it now when we live our day-to-day -day life, we don't implement this supposed superpower? Man, how do I eliminate distractions? That same guy who asked me that question is the same guy, in this case, who can play the video games for five hours, ignore his phone, ignore the real world without any issues, okay? Crazy, right? So I look at something like, and we can talk about this for a second because it was presented to me today, this whole shit between uh, Eminem and that guy, MGK, or whoever the fuck he is. Never heard of the dude until this whole thing and wasn't really paying attention to it. I was like, whatever. Somebody sent me uh, both of the songs and I listened to both of them. And cool, right? So I gave it the slightest bit of attention, listened to the songs, then boom, I was, I was out. Yet I know so many people posting and talking about it all fucking day, over and over and over, as if Eminem or that other guy know who the fuck they are or even care about their opinion. They don't. So why the fuck am I going to give so much of my time and energy to something that does nothing for me at all? Is Eminem or that MGK guy paying my fucking bills? No, they're not. Now, I'm a fan of Eminem, of course. Never heard of that other kid beforehand, right? And I'll buy his album and that's how I support him and I support him. Cool. But I'm not sitting there like, oh my God, refreshing fucking YouTube every five minutes. Are they going to respond? Are they going to respond? I have shit to do. I have a fucking life to live. Now, let's look at that topic, right? I've seen people, I've seen people on YouTube make reaction videos to it or do something constructive like that to get views and make money. Bravo. That's how you take something like that, put your time and energy onto it, and then you actually get a result from it. Good. Bravo to those people because other people are watching it, they're making money, and they're getting people to their YouTube channel and social media. Perfect. I'm sure there's people on YouTube who make their money simply by going and making reaction videos or whatever to uh, videos that are trending. Genius. And I guarantee there's probably people making hundreds of thousands of dollars just doing that. All I have to do is say, oh, what's trending today? Okay, I'll make a video. Wow. Talk about a life hack, right? Yet there's motherfuckers messaging me and everybody else, bro, how do I make money? Wah, wah, wah. And all they do is fucking cry about it. Instead of actually doing something. Oh my God, I messaged five guys on how to make money today. I'm just going to wait for them to respond and then I can make money. That's what they do. It's not going to get you anywhere, man. That in itself is a fucking distraction. So as we go deeper down the rabbit hole, virtually everything is a, I pass it through that filter a lot of times and I say, this thing coming up, is it a distraction or is it going to help me? Okay, distraction, ignore. 
keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Da, 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 da. And I just keep doing that over and over. I virtually can eliminate, because so many people ask that question or act as if they have no control over eliminating distractions or any other area of their fucking life. It's sad. And as we get deeper into these episodes of, you know, in this podcast, and especially for those of you on Modern Success, you know, you'll, you'll notice a general theme in everything I talk about and teach, right? I mean, yeah, it might be a little all over the place as far as some, some of the subjects, but like if we can highlight a few things, I'm bringing awareness, right? I'm, I'm making you guys absolutely more confident. You're realizing very quickly more and more every day, more and more that you actually do have control over a lot of shit that you feel you don't have control over, right? I make you pay attention to a lot of stuff that's beneath uh, the surface or subliminal, you can say. And all those things create huge changes. Like the people who message me or who are wondering, hey, uh, I'm distracted all the time. Well, if I said, if I had the formula to get you back an hour of your life every day, that you could now take that hour and be productive with it, how much, how much would that be worth to you, right? Same thing with the people, oh, you know, I want to get on modern success, but I'm not sure. Well, one thing I tell people is, is if there's anything about me and what I teach that you admire or that you would like for yourself, right? And then you acquired that thing, what would, what would it be worth to you? Cool. There's your answer. Boom. If the answer is anything significant, then you get on modern success. You watch the podcast, whatever it is. Okay. Run your life that way. Not just investing in what I sell or my program or anything else. We have to treat our lives like that. Almost like a business. Like, Hey, I'm going to invest my time into this endeavor. I'm going to go work out every day. One hour. I'm investing my life an hour of my life. Boom. Every day. What's the return? If it's more self-esteem, confidence, performance, and all that, that's a worthy exchange. Let's do it me doing boxing or everything else, me, you know, doing all this time reading and teaching. Okay, cool. That, those are great investments. I'll take that. I'll take that return all day. hundred percent. Cause then when you, when you get face to face with a lot of these opportunities, it's almost like you can almost think of it like a, a computer code. It's going to be like, what is this person invested? Right? What, what's their worth in the marketplace and all this stuff. And if it aligns with the opportunity, and your worth is equal or greater to the opportunity, then you get that opportunity. If the opportunity is greater than you, then the opportunity moves on to the next person, right? That's the way it is. That's why these people that somehow get lucky, quote, and we say that like hitting the lottery, you see them in the gutter or doing shitty very soon after that because it always resets to that. It always resets to where you're at, what you've invested, what you've done, and who you are. That cannot be escaped. That's why the people who look for the easy way out and everything never amount to shit. When's the last time somebody bought three minute abs and you saw them walking around? Hey dude, three minute abs, look at me, I got a fucking eight pack. Never. Work from home, make millions. Besides the guys who you see fucking running those YouTube ads, who do you know that does that? Yeah, the guy selling it to you, sure. But we know this. I'm not telling you anything fucking new. Yet, that same person will be like, I don't know, man. That three-minute abs thing sounds good. You know, I get 10-minute breaks, you know, when I'm at work. And it'd be cool to have a six-pack three, in three minutes a day, man. That'd be cool. Give me a break. Give me a break. Any questions thus far? I command you to grow. Yeah, that's what uh, that C.T. Fletcher guy said. That's funny. Yeah, I remember a, a lot of people... Um, 
you know, like, oh man, that guy's crazy. I was like, dude, I love that guy. I have the same mentality as him. That's why when I watch, uh, what's it called? Interviews of people like Kobe Bryant. There's so many times that what these people say, I've literally said those same words either to myself or other people. I'm like, that makes sense. You know, with the amount of dedication and showing up early and leaving late, I'm like, dude, that's, that's me. Could it be the lazy factor, Brian? The something for nothing? Uh, no, people are not lazy. I don't believe that, that people are lazy. And I'll talk about that another time. Uh, but I, I truly believe that people are not lazy. Let's see. I'll give it a second for questions, but let's see. YouTube, we're at almost 98,000 subscribers. That's awesome. Hopefully everybody's following what I'm saying, man. This isn't some revolutionary shit. It's just, you know, I look at people complaining and, oh, I don't have enough time in a day and blah, blah, blah. It's like, motherfucker, you got the same 24 hours that Elon Musk has and that dude is making shit that is almost unfathomable, right? If I said that right. He's sending shit to fucking Mars or he's working all kinds of shit. It's like, dude, this guy is living in the same era as us with the same 24 hours. And he's just on another fucking planet mentally. And it's just like, whoa, that guy is a human being like us. And look what he's doing. Yet I got a guy or people messaging me saying, hey, bro, teach me how to make some money. What's the first step? It's like, are you fucking kidding me? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like when I get those questions out, I just like when I take off my glasses and fucking throw them into the wall and be like, where is this coming from? Like, how can you be in 2018 with all this opportunity and then act as if you have no control over that? That doesn't make any sense. How do you know when to refresh so you don't burn out? I, I don't believe in burnout. I enjoy what I do. Every single thing that's in my day and what I'm doing, I love. And even when I was doing stuff that I didn't love, I knew it would get me to this point. So, right, when people ask me about burnout, uh, I don't believe in that. Something's off, right? I think I've covered that with you guys on the, in the Modern Success Group a little bit about that. And if I haven't, I'll, I'll, I'll go deeper in it. But uh, if you're burning out, you're, you're, you're either fooling yourself, you're lying to yourself, or you're doing something wrong. Jose says, video games are fine in moderation. Sure, if it's a pastime every once in a while, absolutely. But if you're spending two or three hours a day playing video games, what if we were to take half of that time and put it, your head in a book every day? How would that change your life? How do you deal with impatient clients or clients who get amped up over nothing, even after you counsel them in the beginning that they need patience? Well, if you're doing a proper consultation, when it comes up, you always remind them and refer them back to what was discussed, right? And the more you learn, meaning the more you see these scenarios, Maria, the more you can start coaching people. For example, I'm in a consultation. I'm like, you know what? 
it's very easy for people to get wrapped up in their emotions. However, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, do you know what the number one killer of all real estate deals is? And I say, what? Emotions. And let me tell you, I just had this couple, uh, Bob and Shirley, who were sweethearts. We had the same discussion. And then when we got a counter back from the seller, they blew up. And long story short, all those emotions, they ended up losing this house and the rest of the search was not as positive and seemed very stressful just because of that. You know why? Because in the end, they really wanted that first house that they lost out on, right? Now, I can keep talking, Maria, but what I did was I just gave them not only the counsel, like you said in the beginning, but an actual story relating to this situation that you're going through or another one that you have, and that's gonna emotionally impact them much more. Do you follow Grant? Yeah, I follow Grant for years, man. I've read all his books. He's great. I don't know why a lot of people talk so much shit about him. I don't get it, but I guess that comes with the territory of being big. Uh, you said you weren't passionate about real estate, but you saw the vision. Did passion come after you started doing well? I'm still not passionate about real estate. I just see it as a job. I'm just very good at it. But me being very good at real estate will allow me to enjoy my passions more like cars. I'd rather be fucking racing cars and being all around cars all day. I'd be a happy man, but I'm not going to make money that way. But if I make money in real estate and I build the foundation like I have and I continue to do what I do, I'll be able to own every fucking car I've ever wanted, do whatever the fuck I want and have all the free time I've ever wanted to, for example, spend time with my cars modify them how I want and enjoy them. I connected the dots is what I did. It's a fairly simple process, right? But I'm still, and I probably will never be passionate about real estate. If I can say there's any portion of real estate that I like, it is uh, the negotiation part because that's where I can just cream people and I love it. And that's when I go in like, okay, Mr. Seller, are you ready? And I roll up my sleeves. I'm like, let's negotiate. And a lot of times I tell them, hey, I know we can get XYZ, but I know I can get XYZ ABC from these people. What do you want to do? Do you want XYZ or do you want me to get XYZ ABC? And they're like, okay, get ABC too. And I do it. See, that's where my, in the real estate game, that's where my passion comes in is negotiation usually, right? Especially if it's something that I'm really into, like a particular property. Yeah. And you have to understand, um, Maria, that with the buyers, uh, the more time and coaching you give them in the beginning, even if it's extra 10, 15, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, the better it's going to be later. I leave them, if we have a consultation, I leave them so calm and confident about the whole process that they're like, this is gonna be a piece of cake, right? But I walk them through the best possibilities and the worst possibilities so they know, okay? And the more detail you give, the better it's gonna be. Purchase any more income properties with Mike Wolf? Not recently, no. Uh, have you always been a social butterfly? No, that's a skill. My social skills and me being a butterfly or whatever you call it or a compelling speaker and all that shit is skills, 100% skills. It is not natural. That's the beautiful part about it is you can be somebody who's, as they quote, introverted or shy and you can become a fucking monster when it comes to speaking and moving people. And I'm not even trying. If I really, like what I want to do, 
And what everyone needs to be uh, very conscious of is when I get on the stage as some of these big ass influencers that all of you guys know and love to have 500,000, a million followers, and let me get in the same room with them and speak. And then you can actually see, damn, this guy wasn't fucking kidding when he said when he had a thousand followers that he's going to whoop everybody's ass on stage. You'll see. Can you share some negotiation tips and tools? Mandy, if you're referring to real estate, I made a video, how to negotiate in real estate. If you search my channel, you'll find it. That's going to be your best answer. Number one social skill, the number one social skill everyone needs to work on is becoming comfortable with rejection and the emotions that come up when you approach people and you talk to them and you start getting in conversations. Everybody gets nervous and a little bit uneasy, especially men. You have to learn. It's not going to go away. You have to learn to just understand what that is and move through it. Uh, let's see. I don't think wholesaling is a waste of time. I just think that if you're going to wholesale, right, and try to sell real estate and do two or three other things, it's not going to work. Right? I think you need to focus on your bread and butter. If you want to sell real estate, sell real estate. If you want to wholesale, then fucking wholesale and be the best goddamn wholesaler there is. What everyone tries to do is, oh, well, I don't want to do this and this. I just want to do this, 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 this. And they fucking pick eight things to do. And then they become the uh, jack of all trades, right? Which I call the jackass. This is a fun episode, right? I know we're kind of all over the place, but I, I want to make a point to answer more questions too, because sometimes people um, say, oh, you didn't answer my question, blah, blah, blah. That's why I'm giving extra time now to answer questions, right? I wanted to know your opinion because Dean thinks differently. I don't know who the fuck Dean is, dude. You guys got to be specific, man. Um, I got my first property. When did I get my first property? You can find it on my uh, Instagram. I think it was 2015-ish, uh, end of 2015, something like that. You think about eXp. Oh, my God. I've been with eXp for months, Realtor Lifestyle. They are amazing. If you guys are thinking about whether you're listening live or the recording, message me. Million success habits. I still have no idea who that is, dude. I don't really follow other influencers, maybe like Grant, Tony Robbins, right? Look him up. I'll pass, dude. I'm good. I create content, brother. I don't consume it. When you started off in real estate working for someone else, did they teach you door knocking? Uh, no, I taught that to myself, studying and doing it. And I took it to the level that I did by doing what I did, right? I hold, I hold properties. Does ESP have somebody can ask questions about contracts or questions you need quick answers? Of course, they have the cloud and they have your mentor that you get assigned.
that's up to you, Tilly. Um, you know, 100% brokerage or 65 or 55-35 or 65-35, whatever it is. That's really up to you guys. I know companies that offer 100% that have better training and help than 65-35 companies, right? Again, you have to remember that a lot of these traditional franchise companies, until you go and you see it yourself, you don't know. Everyone talks the big talk. And then they show up. And they're like, man, my brokerage didn't offer me shit compared to what they said they were going to offer me. I hear it way too often. So you have to actually, you have to actually go yourself. EXP is great. There you go. Not defensive, brother. I'm just telling you the truth. If you think it was defensive, then maybe it offended you. <clears throat> I hope that does happen to me. Laugh my ass off. I've said so many things. I don't even know where you guys are at as far as what you're saying sometimes. Uh, last question. What real estate podcast do you recommend um, for aspiring real estate agents? Ah, man, I, I don't listen to podcasts, dude. <laughs> I created mine because so many people asked. I don't rifle through podcasts at all. I've been a guest to some podcasts. Um, I probably couldn't even name you 10 podcasts. I mean, Arash does No Fucks Given. Uh, Toby Salgado has one. I've listened to his podcast, I think, way years ago. Um, Real Estate Agents on Fire or something like that, that one. Um, and there might have been one or two more that I've been a guest on, but... Next speaking event, uh, the California Association of Realtors, um, the Reimagine. It's October 11th. You got a podcast? Yes, brother. You're on it right now. I'm recording it. Uh, with the brokerage saying they're going to help and don't. Oh, of course. Man, you guys are behind, dude. All right. Well, I got stuff to do, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you for being here for this episode of the podcast. Um, this is sponsored as, as always, Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything with real estate locally or anywhere in the world, make sure you contact us. Uh, Modern Success is another sponsor, which is my personal coaching and mentorship program. We have 136 members right now. If you're interested in joining, go to briancasala.com and go to the uh, coaching tab. Uh, and this podcast, Supreme Being, make sure that you download all the old episodes, get caught up, make sure you're taking notes and apply what I'm teaching. I don't want you to come here and get fired up. Apply. If you're just coming here to get fired up, stop listening. Cool. All right, guys. I will see you on the next one. And for the Modern Success Group, I'll upload this video into the group so you can